Alex, uh, let's talk about what we learned this week and what we think we can apply to either our personal uh, journeys or the journey of the scavengers network. Um, and for the network, like same thing, which is like branching, well, keep maintaining the online presence, um, finding more ways to expand, keep on getting the right people so that we can continue to expand, ultimately find a way to monetize on things, which is going to be a work in progress. But, you know, we're laying the foundations for things. These people definitely packaged themselves extremely well. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of the main thing that I, that I kind of took away from this. I think media is definitely very package driven and the most inspiring part of it for me was simply that after uh getting this this commendation like has not paused for a second Mm -hmm. it seems like i mean it's not always just the talent that gets you successful right you must fight them with peace and dialogue and education and i would tell him that i would tell him how important it was and how i wished it for his children as well And then once I told him that, I would say, now do what you want. And I think that that is such an incredible mindset to, even after you know people want you dead, to still want, like, peace and this, like, better future for that person and that person's children. One thing is just acknowledgement of failures. So instead of treating failures as a missed Mm. opportunity, treat it as an opportunity to grow, right? Being able to know that, like, there is a narrative happening in your store or in your department or wherever you know it is that you work you know knowing that yes i set certain rules but how can i make other people involved in this process how can i make sure that this world that we all live in here is being contributed to by the people around me right while this show has been primarily about discussing people who made it onto the Forbes list as well as, you know, our path to get onto it, a part of this is finding that path in the first place. Conventions like this, and also, even if you're not a podcaster, find your specific podcon. Yeah. Find the convention that will be life-changing and life-affirming for you. Find the communities online that are supportive and lovely and not full of garbage people um, that will make you comfortable to be who you are to its fullest form again i've never felt like i fit in more than i did with this community Welcome to Journey Under 30, a roadmap drawn in discovery. I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And this show is all about us doing what we can to, at, you know, at some time in some future be in a future Forbes 30 under 30. We still don't have that outline that we had, like, for all those other episodes. Remember that outline we had where it was like, you would have this, I would say that, and then I, I'm just kind of going off the going off the cuff here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I mean, we doing okay. I, I think we made it. I, I, I mean, think we I, made it. Am I? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the outline. I hey, don't know. Worst case, worst case scenario, Alex, I go into a previous episode and I just rip the direct intro from that, put that in the beginning and then just start us at wherever we actually get to the meat and potatoes, you know, because the thing is, is that it's been a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sure. We did do a, you know, 
a penultimate episode just like a week and a half ago, but like, uh, you know, it's still, it's, it, we're rusty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the other issue yeah. is that we didn't do our podcaster warmups. That's true. Yeah. I, we didn't do our like Griffin McElroy, Justin McElroy, Travis McElroy, Griffin McElroy, Justin McElroy. Well, that's McElroy, one of them. Yeah. McElroy. Well, actually, let me, let me, let me find, let me find that. So. So we got a C major chord. So dun, 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 dun. okay. So what is it? J- Griffin, Justin, Justin Griffin, Travis, Travis McElroy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so yeah. my favorite one is the long unpitched ums. Do you remember that one? No. What? Um. Didn't you say just say unpitched? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that has a pitch. Um. Well, like you're not putting it into, like into a particular chord. You're just or like key. You're just kind of throwing it where oh i see i see or we could like do, um, um, audio gold. how you doing i'm doing all right how are you i'm doing i'm doing well you know yeah. today's a weird day it is you know it's just i i don't know what it is alex but i feel i feel like for the first time in our lives there's a separation between us and i don't mean the distance of you know new orleans to maryland i mean you're going for distance and I'm going for speed. <laughs> yes. No, I, what I'm, what I'm getting at is it's, um, you know, usually we're really excited about today. Usually we're so stoked about this day that you and I share. Yeah. For it is definitely February 21st when we are recording this. Definitely. We are recording sure. this moments before we release it. Yeah. That's how that's how the editing process works. You just record it and then you just throw it on iTunes and then it just kind of all goes together. You know, look, you joke about that, but there are so many shows by mediocre white men who think that they're the funniest people on the planet and they'll talk for three hours straight with no editing, no audio processing, and they just think that it's their, the gift to the world. Hey, you know, I mean, I, I know I was dunking on the McElroys a little bit last episode, but come on, man. I'm not dunking on them. <laughs> oh, man, no. I I would never necessarily fully dunk on them. Um, no, Alex, uh, I'm here to to inform you that there's a, there's a weird bit of separation between us now as Wait, I what? have- What do you mean? I have some bad news. I have officially hit the top of the hill. Wait, the, the rock hasn't rolled back down yet? Or has it just rolled no, back down and, you, and you, you just don't care? It's, I'm afraid that like by me being at the top of the hill and I'm not helping you push it anymore, I'm very afraid that it is going to push <laughs> is this you gonna back down. going to be a one-man show, Colin? <laughs> no, but I am now officially 30 years old. Oh, oh shit. That's right. Happy and birthday. It's, it's a weird... Thank you. Hey, Alex, happy birthday to you. 29 years old. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. It's like it's just one less than 30. Wow, what am I doing with bit? Just keep going. I don't know. I, you know, I don't it's know. Okay. Just keep going. We never know what we're doing with our bits. <laughs> no, and later on, we end up in a situation where we look back at the show notes and we go, what was that about? Uh-huh. Um, Alex called me out big time before we you, recorded about something that I had apparently said in the show notes. And it clearly is a joke from the episode, but like, I don't know what it means. And it makes me feel like I'm a mean person. It was something. Well, and then I I was kind of mean about it, but it was, what was it? Episode four, Santa baby, a failure. And it's Colin and Alex are exploring the holiday season organizational skills, as well as their listening skills. Cough, cough, Alex. And my thought was, well, I I try, I, I pride myself on my listening, but I'm not really a talker. I forgot about Santa baby. We've already discussed uh, last week that the show's ending. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want to, you know, sit here and wax poetic and I don't want to, you know, end up recording like a two hour special, mostly because I respect your time. 
Um, and I respect yours. But I just you know want to say like let's take a quick like walk down memory lane essentially, um, and let's just kind of take a look at some of the things that we've talked about. We don't have to talk yeah. about every single episode because that's you know over forty episodes. Um, but I just want to say like you know like maybe let's look at some of the people that we've discussed, yeah. and just either say like one of our favorite things about those people or those episodes, or like maybe one of the things that we learned the most. Um, from those episodes or those people, you know, you know, say, say goodbye to the whole shindig and to, uh, to all these folks that we talked about, you know, before, before we do that, I have one question for you though. So, you know, the whole premise, uh, kind of shifted a little bit throughout time. Mm -hmm. Um, because initially we were like, okay, we're going to go through like a different category each week and we'll talk about, um, a different person from, that category, you know, yep. each. Uh, and that was, you know, making us have to do a lot of research and confining them to a really short period of time. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also we found that some years, like finding the information or even finding the lists at all was unbelievably difficult. Mm -hmm. Hey Forbes, uh, you could probably afford to do a little bit of like better management of your um, lists. I just, I, I'm it, not trying it, to call you out or be rude. I'm just saying, it was and, very difficult and, and, and maybe maybe give Mr. Colin Parker the you know the, the whole award thing because that you know he did, did this whole podcast posthum he, he, he's not dead yet I'm but you know dead, just in case mean, it's like posthumously to my twenties right no yeah. um no but the thing is like you know it was really really difficult and it got really weird but then also there were people that we wanted to talk about that weren't on the Forbes thirty or thirty so then we started doing like a thing of oh well here's someone that isn't you know, 30 yet. And we think that they're up and coming. So yeah. you should keep an eye on them. There were people who we thought in their twenties, like back when they were in their twenties, yeah. could have made the Forbes 30 under 30 list, but it wasn't around yet. Stuff like yeah. that. Like, or maybe you know, they just weren't that, picked. Like they'd yeah. aged out. Yeah. 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 Like uh Carly Rae Jepsen was one yeah. of those examples. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, so we, we had a bunch of that, right? We shifted, we started getting into that. So are there any topics or people that we never got to talk about that you really wish that we had? That's a good question. You know, I mean, there's, I could definitely remember there being people that I was thinking would be like, would fit our initial criteria, but then deciding, um, maybe not because for, I mean, this, this is kind of not, not exactly answering your question, but there were some people I found on the Forbes who base who got the award and said, Oh, I just got it because I had a friend who worked at Forbes and that's why I got it. So it was kind of like I wanted to talk about them, but then I realized, wait, no, that would kind of go against the purpose of the show in the first place. Because it's like, oh, I just got it because I had an in for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, you know, the thing is, is that that is sometimes how that works. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. that's how our society for sure works. There's a lot yeah. of nepotism and things like that. I mean, you know, even the person that we initially, you know, were sort of inspired by, Griffin McElroy, he was, you know... He was, uh, for lack of a better term, um, in I don't I don't know what to call it, but like the guy who runs Vox, the 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 CEO of Vox was on the list for deciding who made it, and like mm -hmm. clearly liked Griffin McElroy, yeah, one of the co-founders of Polygon, part of Vox. So you know, um, it kind of shows a little bit that you know, even though yes, I do think that Griffin deserves it there it was still extremely easy for him to get there because of the connections that he had yeah um but i don't know i mean like are there people that like you are really inspired by that you would have liked to talk about their career that you never got to talk about and you know that's a good question i mean i guess thinking about it there are 
I guess more recently, some artists that I've been getting into who have done a lot with, um, I guess, disc- kind of showing like behind the scenes of what they do and how they do it. And also just being really inspiring themselves. Um, one example would be, I don't know his first name, but his artist, his artist name is Heinbach. And he's a uh, German artist who does a lot for like uh, sound, like th- sound design for theater, and he does a lot of like gear reviews and like oh well, so this is how like I make it, this is how I improvise it, and all this other stuff. And I don't know, it would just be more interesting to like dig into careers like that of the people who like maybe they don't have not necessarily on the list, but like they are making a career or they have a career and they're doing a lot to give back to uh, I guess a community. Yeah, how about you? I, I had a, a actually a pretty long list and it's it's interesting that like I had thought about that um in between the last episode that we recorded and this one I was thinking about you know different people that inspired me that I kind of wish that I had gotten to talk about uh, and there were some people that like I didn't talk about because I was thinking maybe somehow I might get to a point where I could actually reach out to those people yeah and find a way to maybe get them on the show I mean like um, it would have been probably maybe a stretch for me, at least, especially at this point. But like, I felt like maybe at some point I could have gotten, uh, Barbara Dunkelman from Rooster Teeth, uh, mm-hmm. here who was, yeah. I think, I mean, still to this day, one of the most inspirational people to me, uh, she grew like so much, uh, from, she literally was a part of the fan community, um, started off like, you know, at the age of 15 and then eventually moved to yeah. America and started working for like their social media team and like their community management essentially. Uh, and then eventually became an on-screen personality as well as doing those things. And then now uh, she's one of the creative directors there. You know what I mean? So she's grown a mm-hmm. tremendous amount yeah. and uh, is now kind of a huge part of the the future of that company. And, you know, I think that's such a cool thing to mm-hmm. talk about. And she started the first, like, you know, all-female cast show um, and things like that. So, like, or or female um, uh, run show at the very least, because they frequently had guests that were male. Um, but, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's a very interesting concept. Let's see who else. I, I mean, like, I there are a lot of people. I mean, there were quite a few people, honestly, at Rooster Teeth, which I, you know, I also understand that I'm kind of a fan. Uh, well, not, I mean, yes, I am a fan, but I mean, like, I'm a little bit of a fanboy. For. I mean, I'm literally wearing a Rooster Teeth hat right now as you and I are yeah. sitting here talking. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, I talked about Gavin Free before. I've talked about Alfredo Diaz. Um, mm-hmm. I would have liked to talk about Ludwig Ogren. Uh, I would have liked to talk about Disguised Toast, uh, Jeremy Wang, who actually, by the way, made the Forbes 30 Under 30 yeah. this last year, um, which is, I oh, think, really? is very cool and very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I somewhat recently have gotten into like a bunch of like different streamers and actually interestingly enough streamers that stream together and work together so you know some of those streamers uh are you know very different from i think my usual kind of thing um you know i I mean like don't get me wrong i obviously do enjoy video games and video game streamers but like i don't frequently you know sit there and watch that kind of content constantly yeah Um, but like I suddenly, like during the end of 2020, the beginning of this year, I suddenly really started watching a bunch of these folks who stream together all the time, Mm -hmm. uh, and watching all of their like YouTube recaps of some of these things, especially moments that I missed or like, you know, maybe someone else's perspective of a different game or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very interesting, like Valky Ray, um, who 
actually also won, I don't remember what company it is now all of a sudden, uh, but she won like content creator of the year mm. for somewhere. Oh my God. I wish I could remember who that was. Uh, maybe that was the streamies. That might've been the streamies or the webbies or whatever. It was some, it was one of those kinds of things. Uh, yeah. and she won content creator of the year, which I think was great. Um, I do think that she's very funny and she does a lot of very interesting things and she works very hard to yeah. include a bunch of different people in the stuff that she does. So I think like, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Uh, so the whole like streamer streaming together, that does remind me of, there was a particular um, streaming group that I found. I think I told you about Wayne radio TV and yes. a lot of what they do is kind of of what they do is the same thing where it's like there'll be multiple people streaming and doing their own thing. Sometimes they come together and they actually did a um a series. I, I don't know if I'd, I'd, I maybe mentioned this to you. They did a kind of a meta. I told a meta story through Half-Life. Oh, yeah. So the. It kind of the the head of the the group Wayne he was uh, playing in VR as Gordon Freeman, and they found uh, VR maps not uh, not uh, Gmod maps of all of all the Half Life maps. Right. And then they basically just kind of told the story through the game, which interesting. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's interesting. Like what things like Gmod or. Um, I mean, I, I, although not necessarily as much of a sandbox, like even GTA, yeah. Um, there are a lot of people who are doing, like, for lack of a better term, role play content mm -hmm. right now. Um, and Rust as well, actually. Rust is suddenly huge for that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting seeing people who are not initially, like, a part of, like, an organization or a group, kind of like, you know, Achievement Hunter might be. Mm -hmm. Um and coming together to essentially be that sort of thing and yet still have their own separate entity and their own separate like identities and selves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's very fascinating. Um, yeah. And like, I, I think it's very cool to watch how that works too. Yeah. Sort of behind the scenes. Um, there's like a little bit of shared content and like the idea of like, they will share their webcam footage or whatever to, you know, to help flesh out some of the videos, like mm -hmm. when they're talking to each other in like a game like Among Us or something like that. Yeah. But like, you know, it's still completely separate and like, you know, um, and uh, totally different editing styles and storytelling styles between their, you know, their different streams. It's it's such a cool thing to watch. Um, and Certainly. I think that honestly, like the pandemic probably helped with that a little bit too, because everyone's kind of stuck indoors anyway. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, maybe they can't get together for collaboration, so they have to do it all digitally. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, just, it's very cool to watch uh, groups like that kind of form. Um, and, you know, kind of like you were talking about with uh, Wayne Radio TV is like having very different concepts and ideas from what the traditional like content creation would look like. Certainly. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and especially with, I don't know, I feel like in like on the streaming platform, like the uh, challenge is like, are you like, or like kind of drawing a line between how much are you trying to let me see if I could find my words like playing like putting out content where it's like you're just strictly playing the game and having a fun time or are you trying to do something that's like more novel but then runs the risk of like maybe no one would really be like catch on to it it's funny that you say that because like it's you know one of the things that I was really watching a lot of these people for was uh, Among Us content. Yeah. Because honestly, I really love that game. I love playing it. I, I really enjoy watching other people play it as well because mm -hmm. like there are so many interesting things that you can 
learn about how to play that game or how to be like better at deceit based games. Yeah. Um, but they started discovering mods. Uh, and by discovering, I mean like they were meeting people who were finally actively creating mods. Mm -hmm. And one of them was like, uh, was uh, proximity chat. Yeah. And that completely changed that game. In my opinion, I wish that we had more friends that had PCs. Yeah. Uh, Cause you can't do that mod on like a, a Mac. Um, or on like an iPad or anything like that, yeah. but like the the uh, the proximity chat led to so many goofs and so many funny bits yeah. in these streams. I mean, like it, uh, there have been so many streams or videos from streams that I have watched and like I've laughed so hard it hurt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, we won't like go through every single thing or anything like that, but just like a good example is you know them deciding that instead of like being competitive they were just going to go for whatever felt fun mm -hmm. and sometimes the fun could still be i'm going to just i'm going to try and win this for real and like i'm going to try and be the best you know um uh, imposter that i can be yeah. and sometimes it's like a thing of like disguised toast pretending that he's scooby doo uh but he's actually secretly the imposter so he'll lead people to a dead body that doesn't exist. And then when they get there, he goes, there is a dead body. They're like, I don't see it. He goes, yes, there is. And then it's he'll you. kill them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then he'll just run away. And it's so fun. And they're always like, why do I keep falling for that? You're know, like, just, mm -hmm. he does that and he's cracking up and running away. And like, he's laughing so hard that he's oh, crying yeah. almost, you know? Um, yeah. So anyway, um, but okay. But I, you know, we don't need to necessarily talk about every possible stream yeah. that's out there but like you know again a bunch of streamers and content creators that i think are very much worth watching and paying attention to uh that have very good systems uh for how they create their content um companies that make content you know like rooster teeth or maximum fun mm -hmm. uh i don't know uh, uh, there's definitely some musicians that i probably would have also liked to have talked about or yeah. talked to even um and you know uh, i don't know about you but and then there's two more people that I would have liked to have on the podcast. And mm -hmm. I think one of them you'll expect, but one of them was uh, someone whose name is Kim Kaup, mm -hmm. uh, who I have talked about briefly on this podcast yeah. before, um, but she was actually also a Forbes 30 under 30. And she has a few times, you know, interacted with me online or even like through some, like some messages back and forth, like email or text. Um, and, you know, uh, has given me some really great advice and like, you know, mentoring, um, and I don't think I'm on the level with her yet where I could have had her on the show. Sure. Um, but like I, I, if we were able to continue the show on, um, I feel like I would have eventually had her on. I would have loved to, because I think she's very fascinating. And I think that she has a lot of amazing things to say. Um, and she also does like, not exactly a podcast, but like she does like a stream on LinkedIn every week on Wednesdays at like one o'clock mm -hmm. Eastern, I think. Um, and she does like a bunch of interviews with people in like totally different industries. And they talk about entrepreneurship and, you know, business and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of like, you know, just like good advice for, even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, just like getting through the workforce and stuff like that. So I don't know, someone worth looking into Certainly. in my opinion. Uh, and then this one might be, you know, standard, you probably are expecting this. Uh, but I wish that if we had known or had enough time or whatever, and of course now we couldn't have anyway because of the weather and what's happening in Texas. But um, Travis McElroy. it would have been really cool to have the the main person that we were inspired by Travis. on this podcast. Yeah, Travis. Right? Exactly, Travis yeah. McElroy. No, uh, uh, Griffin McElroy. It would have been really fun to have him on to talk about his career and to like. I feel like that would have been a really cool 
way to end it as well. Um, I mean, I don't know what you would say though, besides like, sorry, you guys didn't get on it later. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, I mean, like, I don't even think we would need to do that. Like, I just think to say like, hey, this is what we were inspired by. We knew it was a long shot. It, it's fine. But because we are doing this, we would like to talk to you about yours just to, you know, just to sort of introduce the people who might not know you yeah. uh, as to why, you know, this was so inspiring for us. And, you know, and then and also, like, honestly, just to be able to say that I like sat down and talked to Griffin McElroy for 20, 30 minutes, that would be pretty cool. You yeah, know, it's fair. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Is there anyone else that we've, you know, maybe should have talked about that I've missed? You know, I don't know. I mean, besides the streamers that we talked about, the, you know, Griffin McElroy and Kim Kalp, um, I don't know. I mean, there's always going to be someone that should have made the list or made the list, but maybe due to some things maybe shouldn't have, or maybe, yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. It's a long list. It is a long list. And uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll get to that some other day, maybe. Yeah. But for the time being, before we do our sort of final bit of the of the episode and of the show, uh, why don't we drop by the marketing department real quick and, um, you know, just say one final goodbye to them. Because they're all getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, it's Colin Parker here and Alex Taylor. Yeah, yeah thank you for following <laughs> along uh, with my bit that I did not prepare you for. Uh, hey, so we talked about the Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase last episode, uh, and we're going to talk about it again here, but this time we're going to play for you an advertisement that has been recorded that Alex is also in. And Morgan as well, written by Mason Amadeus. Very true. Uh, so take a listen to that right now. Hey, Melanie. Hey, Jake. Boy, howdy. Am I just so excited? Uh, okay. What's up? I'm excited for the Scavengers Network Independent Podcast Showcase. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Should be pretty all right. Coming the weekend of May 21st on twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network. Yeah. A weekend packed full of shows, videos, and fun from your favorite indie creators. Jake, what the fuck? Check out snipshowcase.com for dates, times, and the lineup. The Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase. Snipshowcase.com. Why are you like this all the time? Alex, amazing acting. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'd like I'd like to thank Forbes for not giving you an award. I, I'd also Academy. like <laughs> Uh, and here's the thing that you say that, but like, you know, you were listed as my co-founder. So like, if I had made it, you would have made it. Yeah, that's true. So like, you know, thanking them for not putting me on is just thanking them for not putting you on. So, you know, Hey, that's Hey fair. buddy. Hey buddy. You know, <laughs> think about myself. that. Think, yeah. Think about that for a second. You know, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now that we've heard that advertisement, uh-huh. let's check out one final one for a scavengers network show. Alex. Do you have one that you think I should play? Oh, wait, wait, I, th- I think I found one. Here, this one, take it, take it. Okay, thanks, yep, I'll put this in the tape deck and we'll hit play right now. Podcube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. 
With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. PodCube's patented, time-agnostic, articulated Newton mechanics allow for high-definition streaming of 8 petabyte per second audio from any time or place in space or time or place. Our Galileo Pod delivery system is unintrusive and designed to blend in, no matter when or where it goes, to deliver your PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. The finest bespoke headwear, highest quality garments, and most humble haberdashery in the heart of beautiful Prumpleshire, UK. Search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app, or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Wow, great advertisements. Always great to see Sharon in the marketing department. It is a shame One that we did also time. have to fire her on our collective birthday, but on the spot. You know, yeah, uh, after we were like, hey, now this uh, advertisement has done playing. Uh, please collect the tape player and leave the premises. And all of your bull hongings and please exit Take the, the building. Yeah. Uh, well, leave the tapes here, actually. I think we might need them for other shows, maybe. Oh, did she take them? Oh, that's a uh, shame. Yeah, I think I heard. Uh, one, one sec. I'll leave. Sharon, wait, wait. <laughs> Stupid podcast. She left. Okay. Uh, so, Alex, let's do a quick sort of moratorium on the show mm-hmm. and just sort of break down. Not every episode, but just some of the people that we talked about and maybe some of the big life lessons that we learned about. Yeah. Um, so episode one uh, was the first time that we were trying to go through, you know, category by category, year by year. Uh, and I talked about Sarah Austin, who um, I, I think what really one of the biggest things for me was just the fact that she was kind of one of the first uh, what they called life casters back then, you know, essentially doing live streaming, but like kind of like IRL streaming. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of like a big beta project that honestly, I think probably did lead to some of the success of Twitch later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, she, she had a big break with pop 17, a web series and blog that she had launched, um, that was like tech business oriented. Uh, and I think that's, you know, just kind of like a big enough thing that would warrant, uh, a, a po- not a podcast, I'm sorry, a Forbes 330. Uh, but my biggest, you know, takeaway from that one was essentially just like, the idea of being willing to try new things and like new content, she, you know, she never had done anything like live casting and like jumped right into it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it slightly leaned into some of her film and broadcast, uh, you know, uh, degrees and stuff like that. So like, I think that's, you know, just kind of an interesting thing of like being into that, being into business management and then suddenly being like, you know what? Yeah, sure. I'll literally live stream my life. You know, like that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. So it's been interesting, like digging into a lot of these people, whether or not it's been like a particular field that I feel like I know a lot about or not. But like some of the ones I enjoyed doing were that were more in my wheelhouse were like um, Brian David Gilbert, where I think that was episode right. which episode that that was like you can't nort BDG. What was that, that was our that's our most downloaded episode. Really? Yep. Yep. Episode like, 33. Like by a long shot. Really? It's like double the downloads of the next top one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was interesting. Well, so there was him and then there was um, the coding train. So, oh, shoot. 
so that was episode oh all aboard the coding train yeah so daniel schiffman of the coding train so both like a mix of both music and coding and seeing how like they started their careers to get to where they are now but then there were also others where maybe I didn't necessarily know a lot about the field or wasn't really interested, but still found their careers interesting. So like Natalie Lentbrus in episode three, um, who's a P who does a lot of PR, or um, Tihu Revilachan of Uncharted, which is like a social impact accelerator company. And I think that was episode 20. I think so. It looks like, I yes, that, that should have been 20. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do agree with that. I think some of like my better talking points, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. uh, was... Um, hang on, I gotta, gotta find my list here. Um, I do think that I really enjoy talking about Mark Hoppus. I mean, like, I will always enjoy talking about Mark Hoppus. Yeah. Um, episode 36, talking about Gavin Free. Uh, you want to talk about, again, you know, people who worked at Rooster Teeth that inspired me. Uh, I mean, that man does some of the most incredible content uh, I have ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and it's always so drastically different. And not just like the slow-mo stuff. I mean, like, you know, all the stuff that he's involved in. Yeah. He's very frequently just sort of pushing some sort of new idea or concept. And I'm really big into that. I really enjoy talking about John Mulaney, episode 20, mm -hmm. Kid Gorgeous. Um, episode 7, we talked about Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, and I, of course, love Carly Rae Jepsen so much. Um and let's see one second there was there was another episode that i want to find uh oh sorry yes of course alfredo diaz how could i forget alfredo diaz um we had a couple really interesting interviews i feel like on this podcast yeah you know we interviewed graham uh some one of the other co-founders of of the network um but we've also talked to uh bill henderman mm -hmm. who started uh go shortwave yeah Dot com, uh, which is where we host our podcast through, mm -hmm. like our RSS feed through. And he's very, very funny and very brilliant. Yeah. Um, so he was a lot of fun. You've interviewed Sam Grezes. Yes. And then uh, and, and you talked to Yepat and Mocha Jake. Yes. Yes. I, you're right. I, for, I forgot that I, for somehow, for some reason, I forgot that I was the one that talked to Yepat. But you're right. Yeah. Mocha Jake and Yepat. Um, two friends that we made through uh, another podcast called whatever we call it, mm -hmm. a podcast that, you know, the four of us had all listened to and met online through that. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, I think that there's, there's two final episodes that I really, really love. And I know that that seems like I'm just sending out like a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, but there was one that was called, okay, I'm going to be praising you. Yeah. Where honestly, I don't even remember the people that we even really talked about in that episode, like without looking at it. Um, Oh, 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 I talked about Bernie Burns in that one mm. for sure. Um, but the the big thing that we did in that episode that actually got a lot of uh, com comments on actually, like on Twitter and stuff like that, uh, was we talked about the idea of the one minute manager uh, praise technique mm -hmm. of essentially like making sure that you spend the time to like praise the people that work with you yeah. or for you or that you even work for mm -hmm. or whatever, like that concept and like taking the time, but also like making sure the person knows that it's coming and like, you know, you're not just sort of ambushing them with it, but like also to like be very respectful and also to make sure that people know that they're appreciated. And like, that's something that I feel like too many people don't spend enough time on. Yeah. Um, and so like, that was actually a big episode for me because we spent some time praising each other and uh, in that episode yeah. uh, and it was very genuine and it wasn't like a, a rushed or forced thing. Like there was a lot of time that was edited out. Um, 
it wasn't like, you know, we were forced to have to like think about things, but like we both took a moment to ourselves to think about what are the things that I appreciate about this other person? How can I express that in a way that's like, you know, concise, but like meaningful, you know, and we, we did that. And I think it was a very, really, really nice episode uh, for us both. Yeah. Um, and then I honestly, one of the most fun episodes in my opinion, like as far as like, just like a concept that we did, that was an idea and not even really like a topic Right. Like, so there was no person that we were talking about. We mostly discussed Ted talks. Yeah. And so we did like a thing about like, you know, who we would like to see present a Ted talk and about what, and also if we had to do a Ted talk, what would it be about? Stuff like that. Like, I thought that was a really fun episode. Yeah. Uh, And we did talk. We, we, oh shoot. I don't actually off the top of my head. That's, that's embarrassing. But like, I do remember that we called it welcome to my Todd talk because we talked about Todd Howard. Um, and that was uh, very funny to me, at least. Um, but like, I just remember like how much fun we had with that one because like I remember a lot of laughter mm-hmm. in that episode and like laughing about like seeing different people. There were some things that got cut because I remember specifically I talked at one point about Joe Pesci doing a TED talk and uh-huh. I cut it because of I started doing a Joe Pesci impression, yeah. which included a lot of cussing. You mean a Joe Pesci <laughs> impression, I mean, like, right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, and so like, you know, the thing is like, it was just very funny to me, like, you know, the concept of, of these things, but like, we had a lot of fun. Cause like, we, we weren't sure what to do with that episode and we came into it. We had a couple ideas, threw some stuff around yeah. and then we recorded that one and it was just a blast. Yeah. I think probably my favorite one. And I know we've talked about this one a lot, but it was the, uh, episode 10 yes. when I showed yeah, you a yeah, picture yeah. and was like, Hey, let's do a podcast around this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And that, that was kind of like a little bit of, um, using our improvisational skills mm-hmm. and just saying like, okay, we're going to dive deep into this and, um, and pushing the limits you know, of it's podcasting. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause you know, we, we started off uh, with a very similar concept and we went so far off the rails. Uh-huh. We went, wait, how do we, uh, we didn't know how to rein it back in. And it was also a lot of talk about dirt. Uh, and then and we, then we like, switched right, gears real quick. <laughs> Exactly. We said, all right, let's, let's talk about this one. Let's, let's figure this out. We figured it out. And like, we, we've really reined it in. And I I do think that that was a very fun episode and it like kind of led to some of the concepts and ideas a little bit for myth takes for me, at least. Um, Yeah. I was thinking about that because I remember you were like, given, I remember after that we were talking about myth takes and I was thinking, wait, this is really close to that one episode we did for the, for journey under 30. Yeah, exactly. And like, it was, you know, you inspired me. Uh Um, And, you know, and I I think that, you know, Alex, I'm going to praise you for a moment here. Uh Um, I don't think we talk about it enough um, because I also think that like, it's very hard sometimes to see the behind the scenes stuff, you know, for a fan or whatever. Um, But I, I don't think that enough people out there know how much you do for the network and how you how much you do just like for me even uh and for like making things work or making things go or be smooth or whatever uh and i think that you deserve more praise than i think you are given um and i just want to say that you know you do inspire me all the time uh and i i very frequently am like very inspired by your ability to learn and just like try so many new things um, cause there are a lot of things that you do that like you explain it to me and like, you know, you break it all down and half of it still doesn't make sense to me. Not that you're a bad teacher. I want to be very clear. <laughs> it is that it is so far beyond my level of like comprehension or understanding of how things work. 
Uh, but like, I can tell that it makes sense. You know, basically if that, if that tracks, like I can hear like you talking about it and like, it's very clear that if I knew just a little bit more about, you know, wiring or how motherboards work or whatever, that this would probably click a little bit more, but like, you're very passionate about it and you're very like, uh, I don't know what the word for it is, but like, it's, you just, you have an idea and you say, you know what, I'm just going to try it. And you just go out and you do it and you make something fun and unique and very interesting. And I'm always blown away by the different little projects that you create, you know, with, uh, different pieces of tech that, you know, uh, I think that more people should recognize. Well, I appreciate that Colin. You know, I, I really do. Well, and I, I'm going to turn it back around to you. I like, I can't think of anybody else who would be as, like, I guess I'm trying to find the right word for it. Work as hard to make this work. Not saying like it, not, not like it won't work or it can't work, but like you put in a lot of work, you put in a lot of work, whether it's for, on the back end, getting the website to work, handing more of like the business side of things, doing the actual like production of stuff. And I can't see anybody else doing as good of a job as you've done for the past. Uh, how long has this been going? Like four years at this point. So, yeah, you know, you and I did um, some stuff yeah. in the beginning before like the official business, you know, really opened up. And, you know, so, yeah, you know, late 2016, we started doing stuff, but like, our actual anniversary as a company um, is a full week after our birthday, yeah. uh, which is the 28th. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is going to be year three of like a business, but like just a smidge over four years for us as like getting together to do like content creation. Yeah. Well, and I also want to apologize up front because I'm a um, person of very few words. So, like, me not having a lot to say isn't that, you know, I don't don't have a lot to praise you for it's just it you know what though yeah. <laughs> i honestly i think that that's actually probably better because something that i think you probably would say not necessarily like on air because you know it's it, i i understand what you mean but like you know the general public might not this is not a good way to go with this hang on <laughs> let me try this one more time alex i think that's perfect or fine or however you want to look at it because the thing is at least you know when you say something it has meaning that's fair it's you know succinct it's powerful. Uh, I just sit there and I throw every single word that I know in the English <laughs> language out onto the paper. And then I go, is that anything? So like, I'll, you know, word vomit everywhere and then say, surely there's something of use in that. You know, uh, I talk a lot is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Are there any final thoughts that you have that you would like to leave journey under 30 on? Um, Wow. Any final parting thoughts? Well, I guess like this brings up the question of, you know, I, you know, like in video games where it'll be like you have the multiple choice thing where you could either like hold X or pre or hold like Y for different options. And it's like I had these two options that are like blinking in front of me and like you would expect like in a video game that like time would freeze. But in this case, I have these options blinking up in front of me, but time isn't freezing. And the listener is like, okay, so just pick an option, just pick an option, but just pick an option. And you know what? I honestly just, this has been a really fun, I don't know. I mean, this has been a really fun show and I feel like I've learned a lot, not just about like the careers of particular people, but also just how to carry myself and apply it into what I'm trying to do today you know i mean whether it's like a 
like the takeaways from someone's career in a field that maybe I didn't necessarily like understand like the concepts of, or maybe like with the coding train inspiring me to go more into programming, you know, like it's, I don't know. It's been a fun show. You know, in episode one, one of the big things that like you had said, like right near the end of the episode was that, you know, you, you know, had a lot of things that you were interested in, but you weren't 100% sure if you knew where you wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, So it, it may not have been because of this show, but do you think that now you think you know where you want to go? I think so. I mean, it. I, I've realized that a lot of my, I, my mo with making a career is like looking into as many unrelated things and trying to make a, a related thing out of them. But mm. I guess it's also just what people do, like whether it's someone who's making a career change into something else. So I mean, or maybe I don't want to speak for other people. No, can you repeat the question? Because I feel like I lost the plot there. Uh, I was saying, do you think you know where you're going now? I think I have a better idea or of, and, or at least I have more skills, more of, of the skills. Uh, I have more things in my tool belt that I can apply to finding more of it, or at least, you know, if I'm going to keep wandering, at least I have more things I can bounce between to eventually make one wonderful final piece of whatever before I eventually fade away into podcasting oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> so... How about you, Colin? <laughs> I think some of my biggest key takeaways is that there were people that I talked about that I was like, you know, these are careers that I think other people should pay attention to. Or had the 30 under 30 been around, I think this person would have made it. And it's very interesting because I feel like you can tell why I picked some of those people because there were a lot of similarities between them and me already. Yeah, There was a lot that I identified with or... There was, if I didn't have some of those skills or that ability, I at least admired that already. Um, And I think that's fine, right? I think that's good. And I think that those episodes were powerful because you could hear why we identified with those people. You know, like when I talked about Bernie Burns or when I talked about Alfredo Diaz, um, you know, like all, all of those folks like that I already enjoyed. I think that those key takeaways were still important, uh, but like, in a way, I think maybe I'd already taken away those concepts, but I hadn't internalized it yet until I actually had to sit down and think about it and talk about it and discuss why that was important to me. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But then the thing is that like some of the other takeaways like from the people that I had never heard about, like yeah. Sarah Austin or, um, I mean, well, okay, technically I had heard about Donald Glover. Yeah. Right. But like I hadn't known as much about his career uh, or there were things from his career that I had essentially missed out on, um, you know, and like I went in to do the deep dive and I was like, there's even more here than I thought there was. Yeah. Um, and Seth Prebatch, you know, um, someone who created Santa Baby that failed spectacularly. <laughs> but, you know, he made a bunch of other things. Uh, and, you know, there was a lot of interesting things about, again, when he failed he failed spectacularly, but he got right back up on his feet again and was like, okay, let's try something different. Yeah. Right. So, you know, he, he did a bunch of things like that. And I just think like things like those life lessons or whatever are things that like I stuck with or that stuck with me rather. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think that that's sort of just where I'm at. You know, I, like we talked about earlier, there are people that I wish we had 
been able to get to or talk about or interview. But at the same time, I think that I am very proud of the work that we have done on Journey Under 30. Same. And even if we didn't make that list, again, we had to do those steps to get the Scavengers Network up off the ground and running anyway. Yeah. And now we have an indie podcast showcase coming up. Like three years ago, us could never have done that. No, no. Or even have like envisioned like, oh, hey, people are actually going to want to put their time and their talent into making something like this happen. And Correct. It's, yeah. It's. Yep. Yeah. So I feel very good about that. Me too. And I, I mostly know who I am. I mostly know where I want to go. Um, but I also think that there's always going to be a part of me that wonders what's, what's coming next. Yeah, that makes sense. And with that, I think that's going to do it for us here on journey under 30. Alex, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Well, as I mentioned last time, my socials are kind of a mess, but on Twitter, you can find me at French AT music, uh, twit, no Twitter, French AT music, Twitter, French Alexander, um, Instagram, French Alexander, something. This is why I said my socials are kind of a mess. Um, I'm hopefully going to start doing some improvised music streams on Twitch sometime soon. So if you're subscribed to any scavenger stuff, you should maybe keep a lookout mr parker where can people find you um if you want to hear from me directly you can find me on twitter at colin m parker that is c-o-l-i-n-m-p-a-r-k-e-r uh and you can find me on instagram uh at the same thing uh i basically do a thing currently i don't know if i'm going to do this every year but last year and this year i'm doing a thing where i post just one thing a day and, you know, whether it's reminiscing or if it's something that I've done that day, I'm doing like a one a day thing. Uh, and I think it's a really interesting way to look at your year. Yeah. Um, and like where your mentality was that day or that week or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, find me there. Uh, if you want to hear more from the Scavengers Network, you can find us on Twitter at Scavengers Net. Um, you can also follow us uh, on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network. Uh, real fast plug for that. Uh, we got a few streams going on there uh, weekly, and we're trying to get a little bit more going on there again. Uh, but something that you could do to help us a lot uh, is if you have a Amazon Prime account, you automatically have something called Twitch Prime, where once a month you can use your Twitch Prime to get a free subscription to any Twitch channel that's out there. Uh, so it's totally free for you. Uh, to throw us a few bucks, essentially. It, it forces Amazon to have to pay us, and that's kind of nice, right? Forcing Amazon to, to do something. Yeah. Um, take that, Jeff Bezos. Uh, but Taking it, that it, Bezos again, money. it helps us tremendously. Like, it yeah. adds, for every person, it's like $3 for us, you know? Uh, so, twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. If you have a Twitch Prime, throw it our way. Uh, Alex, can you talk to us a little bit about our Patreon? So you can find our Patreon over at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. I scavengers think. network, yep. The scavengers network where you can be either a hashtag scav supporter, a scav friend, or a part of the scav crew. And each level gives you uh, different benefits. So say if you join at the $2 a month tier, then you get access to our bonus content. If you join us at the Scav Frontier, you not only get monthly updates 
and the bonus content, but you also get special curated content like Spotify playlists, videos from creators, first shot at new merch. And if you join us at the $10 level, you also get a monthly shout out on shows you support. Thanking you for your help. So there are a lot of great ways to contribute to the network. And yep. that's one great way to go about it. Yes. And also you get a you get a discount on uh, our store if you're at the $10 level or, or more. Uh, so that's also something worth looking into, especially if you love our merch, which I do, uh, because I'm wearing a Scavengers Network polo, and I just drank my coffee out of the Spooky Spouses liquid holder, which is a coffee mug, uh, and it's uh, it's a lot of great stuff out there, so go check it out, www.scavengersnetwork.com, uh, and check out the store, and uh, the Patreon, and our Twitch, and everything above. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on Journey Under 30. As always, I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we'll be seeing you, because the journey has just begun. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Welcome to Journey Under 30, a roadmap drawn in discovery. I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And this is our podcast all about... No, that doesn't sound right. That's you. Let's try this again. Oh, wait. It no, should yeah. be... A roadmap drawn <laughs> this in discovery. This is our podcast, but us doing what we can... Yes. To, that's, yeah, to, yeah, to okay, get the forest under... That's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you sure go. like that? That was probably the best take we're going to get today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Plosives, the podcast all about how we try to make your ears hurt <laughs> and just say it, everything sounds awful. Uh, I'm recording my episode from a tin can. Uh, no. So, Alex, I'm blowing into my microphone now that we've you know finished spitting silly. Wow. You know, this is really like a really stressful ending because now I need to think of like a sign off bit, but like. I never really had a sign-off bit. It would just be different every time. So then how can I really think of like a final sign-off bit that's different from all the others that would be better than all of the others? And, you know, I just don't know. There's a lot of pressure. I, I feel I feel like we need to keep the podcast going just because I can't think of a final bit. I feel like uh, this is, after all that, maybe you could like fade out. And it's, and then you going, yeah, and just fade it out. I'm like, no, I'm keeping that whole thing. <laughs> okay. I will publicly embarrass you one final time, Alex Taylor. Well, then just wait until we do our next podcast together where I'm the editor. Yeah. And then every dumb thing I say, which is everything I say, uh, will end up in the in the show. All right. I'm going to stop recording. Yeah, me too.